Perfect. John. <laughs> <laughs> We've killed him. An old man. <laughs> hey, Yugi. <laughs> And welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And I'm Mark. And today we are talking about the glorious executioner, Draven, who was released June 6, 2012, and has sadly way less lore than I was expecting. It's a damn shame. Yeah, not a ton of dedicated. Mm. Yeah, on the universe page, he has his bio, which is all stuff that we knew because of Darius. And he has a short story that's about Lulu and Tristana. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a cinematic that we also already talked about because of Darius. Uh, the New Dawn one is meant is uh, linked on the universe page. There's also like a number of fan art and his login theme. I meant to re-listen to it because I forget what it was, but I didn't. It's a bummer because he's actually in a few other cinematics that like I don't know why they haven't they didn't link Awake. And, yeah, yeah, I remembered like, him in Awaken more than anything. It's the best one that he's in. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly for him anyway. For sure. Yeah, you actually kind of see what he does in Awaken. <laughs> like, I already knew about Draven and his job, I guess, quote, job, in Noxus because of the Awaken cinematic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was going to say that's one of the, f- well, I mean, they're all kind of technically in universe, but like, that's one that gives a bit, that's one that actually gives a bit more, it, it has more to do with lore than a lot of the other cinematics. It kind of progresses a bunch of stories that kind of uh, we visit in other comics and stories and it's pretty it's a very good cinematic yeah but we'll get to yeah. that i guess yeah, <laughs> i think we've already talked about it a few times because yeah. so well, we're gonna oh. talk about it again. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah riven this is uh, like our third time revisiting this cinematic i, I know because because of Jin and camille right mm. and a collie yeah. yeah and a collie and a collie <laughs> and then this is the one with kaisa and ezreal right no, this, no. Is, this is the one with I, Kali. I, okay, I confuse this one with um, Warriors, yeah. the like remake of Warriors mm. all the fucking time. I could see that. Yeah. They have a very similar structure. It's yes. like the three stories <laughs> happening mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, what is it, a vignette? Is that what it's called? Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good word, that's a good good. word for it. <laughs> uh, so do we want to start with the bio? Who wants to take us through the bio that we already basically know? Uh, I, I mean, I can do it. I, I okay. wrote down the summary for it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. I mean, we know most of yeah. it. There's a few details that we didn't know, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, so as we do already know, Draven is Darius's younger brother. They grew up in Basilic. <laughs> Basilic. I don't know if we ever came to a conclusion. <laughs> Basilic. Basilic, my ball. John. They should have ended the Blood <laughs> of Noxus comic with that. <laughs> That should have been the, the last line. Why? <laughs> I definitely hope Draven says that at some point in I his couldn't lore. find it in his quotes, I'm afraid. No, but one day maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so they were, like like we already know, they were poor orphans kind of growing up. Uh, Draven would start fights and Darius would kind of finish them because Draven is Draven and that's how he does. And uh, <laughs> when Basilic was uh, surrendering to Noxus, Draven tried to kill the, the head of the Noxian forces there, Cyrus. 
and Cyrus likes his 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 gumption. <laughs> and so they I got like the cut of your jib, kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're in the so he and, and Darius both in the war bands for a while. Um, Draven being Draven gets very bored very quickly with the drudgery of the soldier's life. And um, now when Darius gets his own war band, he spends some time with with that group, but eventually leaves, and it's not clear whether he was forced out or if he left of his own volition. It seems to me pretty like it would be his own choice because he's bored with it. But yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. uh, who knows, right? But maybe he felt like, maybe he felt really loyal to Darius. So Darius, sensing Draven didn't want to be there, was like, you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> That's you a really hurt sweet way to, of looking at it. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hurt him to save him. Get out of here. When no one wants you anymore. someone, <laughs> set them free <laughs> if they return. Well, I mean, after that, he just went and tooled around with other war bands. It sounds like he kind of got hired out as like, oh, he's so good that other war bands would kind of bring him on as like a duelist or just as a general warrior during the first Ionian campaign. That seems more his style. Yeah. Uh, But eventually he ended up picking up a contract in the Reckoning Pits, uh, which I know we've also mentioned before. They're kind of like gladiatory arenas and... um, they use them for like executions and martial, like trial by com trial by combat, and like they talk about resolving conflicts between the Noxian noble houses using the reckoning pits, which makes me think it's almost like a little <laughs> mini League of Legends, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you're so. Right. I was thinking that too. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with it being a small piece of the world, <laughs> just not the whole shtick, right? <laughs> they all no go summoners. In there. Just let them do their thing. Just play League <laughs> pit. So Draven picks up a contract working in the Reckoning Pits, um, but as there's a bunch of wars going on across a bunch of different fronts under Dark Will's reign, seems like everyone's just like not into the Reckoning, so the audiences are waning. <laughs> you know, it's fallen out of favor, and uh, and Draven kind of ends up just becoming a drunk and a gambler, and he's kind of washed up and he's penniless, and that's when Swain finds him, and Swain, you know, recruits him to help in his coup. Um, I mean, the bio kind of explicitly states that uh, it's pretty likely he just did this to make sure Darius would, you know, kind of, you know, not fucking kill him when he showed back up. Um, but it also says that <laughs> yeah. Draven was, says he was integral to Swain's success. So I, I'm not clear on, I would like to know, what, like, how, right? Yeah. Executions. One can assume. <laughs> maybe we'll get that in Swain's stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, uh, but anyway, so Swain does his coup. Uh, there's a bunch of noble houses who oppose his rule who have to be lined up for execution, and Draven begins um, handing those out, I guess. And during one execution, <laughs> the the prisoner escapes, I guess, his handlers, um, and starts fleeing, and Draven, kind of acting on instinct, you know, hurls his two axes into his back, and the whole crowd, the crowd goes wild, right? <laughs> and it kind of reignites the passion for the, the, the reckoning bouts and Draven starts kind of applying that showmanship to his his own bouts and drawing in more crowds and eventually he enters into a partnership with a, a promoter and they sort of transform the pits away from just being a place of justice to being far more about entertainment and it becomes essentially pro wrestling where you know everyone's got their yeah, so it sounds like. everyone's got a shtick and a, a backstory and there's rivalries and, and narratives that build up and it's much more about that than about killing. Although I guess killing does happen. It just seems to be a lot less than it used to be. It's kinda how they mm-hmm. frame it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. like and, wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> 
every now and then there's something that happens. But uh, And then Draven's the most storied of the Reckoners, and he's living the high life. Sometimes he'll go out with Darius and tool around with him, as we saw in the comic. And um, aside from that, that's kind of what he's doing. It talks about him kind of getting a little restless and bored with this still, because I guess that's how Draven is. He kind of wants to take the show on the road, I suppose. But very nondescript into what that means. Mm. No real surprises. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, one thing that I was looking for, and this was fun to see, I wasn't sure if he was as passionate about Noxus as Darius was, and he doesn't really seem to care that much. I don't think he dislikes Noxus, obviously, but he doesn't seem as like intent on like glory for Noxus. You know, it's exactly. more about glory he wants for glory Draven. for Draven yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so every champion has a quote. Um, kind of right on their universe page and I never look at them and I should but I happen to look at Draven's and I want to frame it because it is just such a great approach to life. His quote is the best is wherever I decide to set the bar each day. What a great <laughs> fucking way to look at life. That w- I found that so goddamn inspiring. <laughs> like Every day is a little different but every day is the best. Because that's where I said it. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you, Draven. Draven posters. Oh, a Draven motivational poster. <laughs> With that quote, I would love it. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Birthday gift. Thank you, honey. What Draven skin <laughs> should we use? The Christmas one. Ooh, Santa Daddy Draven? <laughs> no. Santa Daddy is Brom. Don't ever disrespect Brom like that again. <laughs> There's so many Santa Daddies. <laughs> what about Santa Daddy Vagar? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to do a Vagar impression. <laughs> oh, no. Do it. Speaking yeah. of Vagar. Oh, okay. No. Speaking of Vagar. Wasn't expecting that turn. Who is this promoter for the record? Ooh. Because they oh. very specifically call out that he, they, they make a point of saying that he is diminutive. They say like a promoter and then in parentheses, a diminutive promoter. Oh, like. Yeah. Is this someone that we should know? Who is this person? Um, I'm actually pretty sure this is a Legends of Runeterra card. This oh. Is a, yeah. There's an Arena Bookie card who is a Yordle, but everyone apparently sees as a small furry man. And he, uh, <laughs> yeah. And so he seems to, I'm, I'm like 99% certain that's who this it's is. got to be, to, right? Actually. Oh, that's delightful. I do like the idea that it's like, Draven is bored, so he gets a manager <laughs> for his talents. Now, do <laughs> that's you- like his agent. <laughs> Do you think that they went back into his lore and literally just added that parenthetical after putting in the Legends of Runeterra card? Because it is oddly out of place. It's a it's a good question. Uh, I looked at the old lore on the wiki, and it it's, there's no mention of the promoter at all. So I don't know if they had that idea in the first place or if they they just stealth edited it and no one's <laughs> caught it yet. Hmm. Yeah, check out his old lore too. He was much more of an executioner in that one. It had yeah. much more of a. Did you ever see Running Man? Yeah, uh, we, we've no. talked a lot about Running Man recently because why. we're watching the Death Race <laughs> series in our other podcast. But it was very Running Man, where they're like, "All right, you get a chance to escape from this pit, but uh, if I get you, you die." And of I course, mean, he gets everyone. Yeah. I mean, the whole setup even still had a very Running Man vibe because they've got all the different Reckoners and their own different fighting styles and like, oh, it's, you know, you know whoever the, the whoever, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, he was, I feel like, definitely more of, a, of an executioner in the old lore. 
he has yeah. bouts of execution in the new lore, I guess. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did kind of change it to make it something, like Mark said, more like wrestling. Yeah, he's but, like the glorious gladiator now. Yes, it is mm. interesting to me that he started gaining fame because he was executing people in like a really snazzy and fun way. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a wild <laughs> they're all like we're bored with these executions and draven's like what if i do a dance while i execute them <laughs> eh? Eh? And how about everyone, this outfit they all love i'm it. not wearing black like the other executioners are <laughs> i've got fur <laughs> i can't actually remember if that was old lore or new lore but they do specifically mention that he refused to wear black like the other executioners. <laughs> I do think that's old lore, but I, I, frankly, I wish they kept some of that for the for this current lore to help 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 Draven kind of be the one who's really spearheading this whole ordeal, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's a neat detail. Hmm. God, I I feel like his title should just be renamed like Draven, the Glorious Draven. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Riot, if you could change his title, I'd be so excited. You Even know if what? Just for April Fools one year. In in the podcast title, I'm fucking putting Draven the Glorious <laughs> Draven. Fuck, yeah. Fuck it. People will be very confused until they get to this part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they fucked up. Mm. <laughs> we did not. Draven Draven. Draven Draven Draven. For sure. <laughs> Hi. So we got a short story. Yeah. A fun short story. It was so fun. Yeah. I had to immediately watch the Yordle cinematic afterwards. <laughs> uh, yes, this is called... What was it called? The Whispering the, the whis- Doodad. The Whispering Doodad. Who has notes for this? Because my ass doesn't. I could probably get through it. I've got a bunch Sloppily. of notes for all the other stuff. I have some some <laughs> random notes about this, but not a synopsis. Gotcha. Yeah. I could tell you, I, I kind of thought maybe we might go into this more in depth when we hit, I guess, Lulu. Sure. Um, yeah, we can talk then, about just Draven's part in it if you want. Yeah, Draven's piece is pretty minor. I guess the high-level mm-hmm. summary, this is by Graham McNeil, by the way, mm-hmm. um, a name we keep seeing. Uh, mm-hmm. The high level is that this is being told from the perspective of like a, a forest spirit, maybe. You had mentioned yeah. um, in the... I think in the Darius episode, it seemed almost like it was from like Ivern might would be a really good like POV for this. Yeah, definitely not like confirmed to be Ivern, yeah. but like from an, in terms of tone, like felt very Ivern. I I forgot that yeah. you had said that actually, and as I was reading it, I was like, is this Ivern <laughs> telling me this story in particular because he was like summoning brush essentially? Yeah, yeah. to like kind <laughs> of root people and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's got so it's it's kind of observing Darius, not Darius. Fuck, I already fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's observing Draven and Tammy, our girl Tammy, as they're kind of coming back, following the events of Blood of Noxus, and they are setting up camp for the night. And as that's happening, Tristana and Lulu accidentally sort of teleport into the same glade because they are they're trying they they kind of you know as Yordles kind of teleport all around to different places, and they're not a hundred percent on how to do it exactly accurate, I guess. <laughs> and shenanigans ensue, really, where there's kind of a big fight sequence between the Yordles and the uh, the Noxians. And, and Draven is... Really, there's not much for Draven. He he is involved in it. He slings a few axes. Um, he gets scared by a giant Lulu-ulted uh, bunny. <laughs> bunny is so good. <laughs> Little flopsy. Yeah. Yeah. Tears it shows up and at the end he he just tears ass out stopping only to pick up one of his axes and then just leap, just yes. runs out. Um, it was visually so good. I was really like 
this could have been such a good cinematic. It was a great story too, but it was very visual. Yeah, I would like this as a cinematic. It would mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. There's a few Tons things I had on this one. Now I had mentioned in the in the Darius one when we were kind of just mentioning this one that there was that implied relationship between Draven and Tammy. Yes. So I, I, I pulled the quote on that one. <laughs> uh, and this is from the perspective of the forest spirit. I listen to them trade insults back and forth, but I am confused at how the words they say don't match the shimmering colors of their auras. It's a source of great confusion to me that mortals spend so much time saying things they do not mean and feeling things they do not express. Aww. Yeah. I never did write the Draven Tammy novella. Mm. I'm sorry. I thought of a good title. Ooh, let me hear it. Masons and Mustaches, because she's a war mason. That's very good. Mm, that's like good. It. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to plot like a novel. Axes and allies. Ooh, axes and allies <laughs> is good. So we're all going to write our own version. <laughs> I will make a promise now, though, that because even like after reading this story, I was trying to imagine how it would be when Tammy and Draven meet up again and try to figure out what just happened to them. And also, they're probably both very embarrassed by the fact that they basically just lost a fight to two tiny furry creatures. And who actually knows what who knows what they think they lost the fight to because they yeah. couldn't even yeah. recognize them as little furry creatures. Yes, but Draven also like he picks up Tristana, I think, and is like, "Now what are you?" So he definitely didn't see like a person, you know, as sometimes yordles look like people he saw something or or, you know something else so i I like the idea that they would both be trying to like baby one up each other and what they fought and how big and scary it was and draven would have to obviously lie about running away from a bunny rabbit anyway i thought that would be a funny story that would be good i i think at some point Within this podcast time, I will write League of Legends fan fiction <laughs> because it will just be inside hey, of me. Done it, man. It's all good. <laughs> I'll have to do it, and maybe by then we'll have a podcast website, and I can post it, and Mark can post his League fan fiction. Fuck yeah! I'm down. <laughs> and John can write erotic stories. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know why I thought two erotic stories for you. Because of Bruno. Oh yeah, his D and D character. Uh, there was another quote that I think was pretty pretty good in terms of the building Draven character. It's from Tammy. Basically, Tammy wants to set up a perimeter so that they don't get ambushed. And he's like, please, we're in, we're in like our heartland. We're not going to get ambushed here. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you didn't hear about this other group? And he's like, no, but I assume you're going to tell me. <laughs> and she's like, what's the point? It's not about you, so you won't care. <laughs> <laughs> Good insight on Draven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually... Also, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're about to say it, but I also like that later on the spirit's noticing that Draven doesn't care that... Like, like Tammy's like, oh, we're not going to get ambushed, huh? And Draven's just like, I don't give a fuck that I was wrong. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm just excited to kill some bears. folk. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a really fun character aspect to him, actually, because you wouldn't expect it. Just living for the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He set his bar for the best that day to be to run away from a giant rabbit. <laughs> Speaking of giant rabbit, <laughs> I uh, I also like, this is unrelated to a Draven quote, but I liked it. And also, I know we talked about last week's seeming very Hitchhiker's Guide. Mm. This specific quote also was very Hitchhiker's Guide to me. When, they, when Lulu and uh, Tristana kind of first pop up in this area 
Tristana immediately looks at a bunny that's just nearby. It's like, <laughs> did you do this? She asks. The rabbit doesn't answer. But then, rabbits are stoic. You want a secret kept but have to tell someone? Tell a rabbit. They'll take it to their grave. <laughs> There's a similar quote later when they talk about squirrels. And I think they say yeah. that squirrels are the thugs of the forest. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, rabbits are stoic, but squirrels will nibble your ear off as soon as you turn around. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And also you get an actual in-game Lulu quote yes. in the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where, says Lulu, it's all dark. But then... Sometimes I see better with my eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, I was delighted right away. Um, Lulu is like, my, Lulu's my main, I guess. <laughs> and I love her so much. So to get a story f- so focused on Lulu was really exciting. Also, like, she's just delightful instantly because she pops into, like, this area and her hat is covering her eyes and she immediately goes, I'm blind. This is new. <laughs> It was just so fucking cute. I know we're not supposed to talk about this until we get to Lulu, but I will do it again. I will do it again, folks. I will no, yeah. rave over Lulu. Gush, gush. It was delightful. So do we yeah. want to move on to some comics, which I think are uh, some other some other lore thing? I mean, to be fair, there's not new things to yeah, say about the comics. Say. There, he's he's still part of the same comics that Darius is part of the the Blood of Noxus, where there's not really a whole lot new that's draven specific we talked about a little bit last week about how sassy he is (laughs) yeah and we do get a little bit more of that back and forth between him and tammy yeah um but yeah i have a quote from the noxian brotherhood so this is this is just another uh draven character building thing after they we talked about it a little bit in the darius one draven challenges darius to a fight Darius is like, well, fuck, now I'm going to have to kill you because you challenged me. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> dumb, and, dumb, dumb. <laughs> that and, sounds like Darius. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> and then Swain looses a monster into the pit, so they have to work together to kill it. And at the end, Darius is, Draven's like, oh, man, nice work, bro. You killed that thing in one hit. And Darius is like, you've improved as well. But if you do this again, you won't be so lucky. And Draven just says, I will absolutely do this again. <laughs> do you hear that crowd? <laughs> <laughs> to which Darius says, I only hear the voice of Noxus. He's so also boring. very Darius. So <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't know more about him, I'd be like, ugh, what a dull stick in the mud. I mean, he kind of is, but there's more to it. There's mm. layers, as we said. Mm. And both of them are also in the Tale of the Poro King comic, which seems like a i mean it's like a little for fun thing yeah uh what tale of the poro king is a little for fun thing (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like this characterizes three noxian champs in a way that i don't envision them but in their in their one panel katarina darius and draven are cornering a poor defenseless poro about (gasps) to kill it before brahm comes to its rescue and i don't feel like they do that maybe draven why would they kill a poro right yeah, Darius yeah. wouldn't kill a Poro. There's nothing. Darius like, wouldn't. And in the comic, we... he's the aggressor. He's the one who's swinging his axe. It's like, huh. That's not my Darius. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it insulted Noxus somehow. I can't imagine. You can't take over the Poros. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he wants to eat the Poro. Did it oh, taste maybe good? Maybe it's a food thing. Maybe, maybe it tastes f- good. Yeah. Mm. 
They're hungry. I could see that, I guess. That's the only acceptable. Is they were going to eat the poro. Yeah. <laughs> a little porto cake, poro cake. Make a poro snack out of it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> now, Draven is also, as we talked about, in a handful of cinematics. Okay, first one I'm going to talk about, mostly in-game footage here, but it's called Be Your Best Santa, featuring the Santa Draven skin. <laughs> Santa Draven. Uh, now, this one, Santa, Santa Daddy Brom is out of commission, so they're trying to find new Santa. And Draven is one of the people who's stepping up to be new Santa. And you get like a, a little a little rhyme with the narrator, and when, when Draven pops up, it says, Watch out! What's that? Another Santa imposter? Wait a minute, that's Draven! You're both on the roster? Which he says because Jinx is also trying to be Santa. Oh, and oh yeah. And he's not a fan of the two of those troublemakers trying to take over the role oh, of Santa. Oh, dear. But luckily, Poppy steps in to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Woo! And as we mentioned, he's also in the Awaken cinematic, which I just have a note here. One of the best cinematics. True facts. <laughs> uh <laughs> So this one, the the part of the story we get with Draven in here is he's he's observing the. I don't think it's ever. I don't. I don't know if we've ever actually specifically referred to it as this, but he he's observing the fleshing pits, Ew. which are the uh, the Noxus Prime gladiatory pits, um, yeah. where the where the Reckoners fight. There are a bunch of pits, but that's the one kind of like in in Noxus Prime. Mm-hmm. So he's observing, and Riven pops up, and. This is this is after Riven has been arrested by Noxus, kind of extradited from Ionia, and is their prisoner, and she has to fight as a Reckoner as part of her, you know, just imprisonment. Mm-hmm. And he gets all pumped and decides to join the fight because he was all bored before. You know, our boy <laughs> Draven, he can't he can't stay interested, but he sees Riven. He's like, oh shit. Our names both end with V-E-N. I'm fucking in. (laughs) And he jumps in the pit. Uh, Yeah. It's a good fight. There might be a potential continuity error in the cinematic. I don't know for sure. But there is a point in the cinematic where Draven kind of reels back. And then, like, he's got a bloody nose. And he wipes his nose off. And then he charges back into the fight. And then it kind of cuts. And you see him and Riven fighting. And then Riven kind of binds his blade down. And then headbutts him in the nose right afterwards. And he stumbles back. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was meant to go before, oh, before the bloody nose thing. And they just kind of, like, cut it. Oh, I got to Like, watch in a different again. order. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's funny that you noticed that. Because I also noticed that in watching it for the millionth time today. <laughs> Like, wait a minute! I never, oh. I had never seen that blood before. I don't know. Unless yeah. maybe I should rewatch it. Maybe, maybe it was supposed to have happened before that, but I, I don't think so. I think you're right. Yeah, I think the only thing something. that happened before that with them fighting was, uh, oh yeah, he, he had ducked. thrown both his blades, and then she swung, and he ducked under her sword like a badass. Yeah. Which, for yeah. the record. That must have there must be a lot of mastery points on that Draven because he caught those <laughs> blades real good. <laughs> I can't catch Draven axes. Me neither. So bad at it. Well, it's fun to try. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't find it fun. I found uh, it sad. <laughs> now there are he is stated to be in two other cinematics. Um I mean we, we talked about New Dawn too where 
he's he's actually like in that cinematic he and he and darius um he goes down like a chump in this one like a true ad carry he (laughs) tosses a few axes and then uh rex or um rengar jumps on him and one shots him yep (laughs) fucking bullshit Uh, he's also listed as being in Ignite and Warriors and Worlds Collide. Uh, I'll just save you all the time. Ignite is another PopCap bait. <laughs> There's a PopCap of him at the end of the video. Uh, Warriors. There's someone play in the like the opening champion loading screen. Someone has selected Draven. Wow. Oh he's, my he god. Really he's, featured. He's not even in the clouds where they were flashing all the random champions. I checked there. He's. Oh my god. He's just. This is the original Warriors he's talking about. Right? Yes, the original Warriors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in Worlds Collide, which for the record, also criminally underrated song and I never got a cinematic. It might be my favorite of like the world songs that they've released. Or if not, really it's close to. I love that one. Um, well, but what they did release in lieu of a cinematic is kind of a quasi-cinematic uh, storytelling of all the teams that made it to the quarterfinals bracket and then being slowly whittled down to the top two, which is actually, I mean, it's a pretty cool video. It's an edit of the song, like not the actual oh, just yeah, full yeah. song. Um, and there is a Draven Axe for about half a second in that video. <laughs> so good video, watch it, but not for Draven. Great song. Listen to <laughs> Great it. Great song. It's on Spotify, I'm sure. God, the things they really stretch... but no worries now i'm going to take you through some au's that actually do feature draven so did we have any other last thoughts on draven's actual lore before we jump to au's i wish there was a i wish there was more he's such a strong such a strong character and i think a lot of that again this reminds me of brahm where yes, brahm had a really Mm -hmm. strong vo the vo for 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 draven is a guy called eric bra and it, it's, it, it does an amazing job of defining the character, right? I think that's what holds Draven up so much is that all of those voice lines. But the, the lore, if you only had the lore, you'd be like, okay, I get it. He's kind of like a pro wrestler. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. That's not Draven, man. That's not yeah. Draven. It's Drake. We needed once. Yeah. We needed something from his point of view. The fact that you have a character this strong and you don't have something from his point of view. Yeah, not a single story. Not yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's too criminal. Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame. You're my arrested, boy dirty. Riot. It's illegal. It is illegal. You've broken the law. The law of Draven or Doctor Raven, as John likes to call Doctor Raven. <laughs> I would like a Doctor Raven skin though. That'd be so good. Yeah. Why don't we have that? I don't know. Riot, you're under arrest. We don't even have a doctor <laughs> skin. We've got Surgeon Shen, Kenan MD. There's no just doctor. It's yeah. a perfect opportunity. It's yeah. you're, you're, you're right. And the woman is a nurse. <laughs> There's a calling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to bring you on a journey. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Now, we talked about this first one when we talked about Darius, but uh, Fireside Frightener. Oh, it's just so good. Fuck yeah. And actually, through rereading it, uh, I realized that the Umbra Society, as I mentioned they were called instead of the Midnight Society, was actually given that name by Draven and Darius. Oh. They, they're the, the ones boys. that came up with that. The others aren't a big fan of that name, but they came up with it, so they're sticking with it. <laughs> 
for anyone who missed that episode, that's the Are You Afraid of the Dark AU that exists, and I, I had no idea. And uh, Vi, apparently Draven at the, we don't, this isn't in the comic, but whenever the last session was, Draven told a story, and Vi specifically says, can you at least tell a good story this time? (laughs) The tale of how good Draven is at sports wasn't very scary. (laughs) (laughs) And then Lucian pipes up and says, or believable. (laughs) Ouch. To which Draven replied, I will fight you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Give me more Draven. Uh, He's also part of the day job skin line where champs just have regular old jobs. And this one belongs to Primetime Draven. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, what the yeah, hell is Yeah. Down in the bot lane, we're seeing a seminal performance <laughs> from Draven already bullying both opposing laners into turret. There's the dive. Draven picks, picks up the support kill. Turret refuses to aggro him out of respect. There's the double kill. And yes, the turret has self-destructed in terror. Masterful play by Draven. Let's see it again. The skin is so fucking good. I love it. So funny. It's really good. It is good. I have some fun quote or fun facts about that one for the end. Ooh. Oh, great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. The next AU that he's part of is Pool Party. Obviously with Pool Party Draven. (laughs) His sunscreen smells like a tire factory, and he keeps shouting about how good he is at everything. But the real kicker is that Draven never gets sunburned, and he is legitimately good at everything. It's a terrifying marriage of skill, unblemished skin, and, well, Draven. Written by Draven. <laughs> All of these are basically written by Draven. Uh, next one is Ruined, which is technically... Uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of in the AU section, but this is technically Terra Prime. This is, this is canon. So is this, this not is a weird. skin? This is a skin. Oh, he has a Ruined skin? He does have a Ruined oh, skin. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, Tale of the Ruined Skin. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but this is Ruined Draven. Uh, He's one of the few people with a ruined skin who's not actually featured in the Ruined King cinematic. It's just all of his story kind of happens off screen. No. A showman, no matter the circumstance, Draven challenged Viego to a duel that the glorious executioner immediately lost (gasps) resulting in his ruination unlike his ruined brethren little has changed about draven save for a white shock of hair on his head and a slightly more vicious personality than usual well now he and darius match (laughs) got the white hair (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's wild to me that this is like an au but also the ruined king is part of just the regular universe i assume yes yeah so i think this is this is an au where he wins or i wouldn't necessarily call this an au i think it's listed as au just because Mm. we haven't necessarily gotten a lot of the ruined king lore that's going to be leading to this cinematic or from this cinematic maybe so this is canon but um more to come i guess to flesh it out But man, this yeah. is where Draven's been left off, huh? Mm. <laughs> I know. That's what's so weird about this one to me. And these whole skins is that like this is a really massive deal in the like in Rune Terra. Yeah. Cuz I mean like not to spoil, but when you get to like Karma, hers is like, yeah. "Oh, she's she's ruined and she's like converting millions of Ionians to the Ruined Kings, you know, ends." 
and all we have is like a little skin line about it. It's like, yeah. I don't know, this is like a big fucking deal, man. And is it all left so. up to Lucian and Senna? It looked like they were the only people not affected by this. It was <laughs> a double Bane, bummer, yeah. too, because Karma fought off the ruination in the yeah. cinematic. Yeah. And then it's implied that there was just like a second ruination and she fell at that point. Oh. It's like, man, yeah. fucking dying off screen. Fuck that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see what we get from the Ruin King game because I don't know if that's going to be the culmination of this, this storyline or if it will help flesh out some of this like the build-up, so I don't know where it sits. And yeah, I'm excited. Gotta, I mean, that's yeah. a. It's supposed to be this year. I haven't heard any updated oh, timeline. Right. That Fingers it's not crossed, be, right? So. Hmm. What kind of game is this? A role-playing game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're all gonna have to play that for the lore. Fuck then, I yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah, for the lore. For the lore. For research. Yeah. We gotta. <laughs> now he's also part of the Mecha Kingdoms line, which is technically part of the lunar revel skin line which i didn't realize it was part of the 2020 year of the rat lunar revel skins uh now the basically the basis behind this one is that the great kingdoms have warred for generations until the arrival of a new enemy to fight back they are blessed with gifts from the heavens will they rise above their past to save their future very dramatic that is yeah and draven's is uh once a promising general of Versentia, Draven no longer wished to fight for someone else's glory. Now living his best life as an independent mercenary, he's made a name for himself and his showmanship in battle. To this day, how he managed to acquire the resources necessary to craft an Avalon remains a mystery. And from what I, I can gather, I think the Avalons are their, their big mechs. <laughs> That's a dope name for Mecha, an Avalon. Right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> cool as hell. That's an interesting. Very Arthurian. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting AU. I, I, uh, I didn't realize it was tied into the the lunar one, like you said. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And the last one, which is actually surprising, because he does have a uh, what's it called? It was like something wraith. I forget the name of it now. Um, oh, like Soul Reaver? Soul Reaver, yeah. Which I assumed, I mean, it was a very cool thing. I assumed there would be a skin line behind it, but I could not find an AU around it. So I would like one. Make one, please. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, we've got Prehistoric Hunters. We talked about this one a little bit. Um, this is basically just the Monster Hunter skin line. Uh, Beast Hunter Draven is part of it. In addition to being one of the best beast hunters on the mainland, Draven is a master of the spinning blade, and also an incorrigible showboat. This quality has led to many of his hunting partners being eaten, which he likes because it causes dramatic tension. <laughs> Woo. Now I have a few Draven fun facts. <laughs> it's the first time he's doing this, I think. Did you know oh. that? No. Now oh. you know. You remember that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Draven is the first champion to have a special quote when recalling or teleporting. Hmm. What does he say? I don't know. Wow. He's like Draven out or something like that. Yeah. That sounds right. Although this was a a fun fact. So that one was on the wiki. Here's a fun fact that was not on the wiki, which I just... This is a Riot Insider fact. Ooh. Ooh. So... A lot of the new champions that get released now have a lot of contextual quotes based on um, if you just killed a champion, um, if you're running away from someone, if you're taunting in specific areas like around Dragon Pit or Baron Pit or anything like that. Draven was the pilot test for all of that. 
they first rolled this out internally with Draven having all these like really cool quotes where they're like he would be chasing someone and you taunt and he'd be like come on come back here or like he'd be running away from someone and he'd be like no 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 and (laughs) shit like that um but yeah he was the first person to be the you know the test case for why there should be contextual taunts Mm. in game which is why it now exists for everyone i didn't realize that if you taunted while chasing someone it would say something different there were certain so they tested out a lot of things i don't know how many actually are on live now or like how many got scrapped because it was Mm -hmm. probably too hard yeah and wouldn't you like stutter step if you taunted while you were chasing someone i don't know you didn't in the video that they had. Oh, well. <laughs> maybe that was some new tech that they were going to put in, and that's why it's not in game. You would like stop, yeah, because your character stops for a second, when, like it's trying to stop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, Primetime Draven specifically is the first skin to break the fourth wall and acknowledge <laughs> that he is a character in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Uh, oh, he's got actually a lot of uh, things. Okay. <laughs> a million things. Um, but he was also the second character, so close to first on this one, but second character to reference a real-life person in oh. a quote, too, when he says, Shocks better interview me after this. Who's the first? I remember that, yeah. The first is Nunubot, who, if he goes up against, if you taunt a Trindamir, will say, Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? So they're referencing one of the creators of Riot and the room. In one go, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really fantastic. I only ever cared about Nunubot because he has the greatest laugh just ever. And it's so fun to spam that shit. Yeah, and it actually, so like, I remember when Nunubot first came out. I mean, obviously, it was very good when it first came out, too. Yeah. But with the with the whole, like, lore update and the visual effects update and everything, too. Oh, man. You got so many more quotes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he actually got another fourth wall breaking one, but I didn't count him as first because he didn't have that at the time. Mm, that, was a, yeah. that was a new quote that he got with the visual update. <laughs> yeah. And finally, fun fact about Draven. This is an, an in-game fact and some of you may know this some of you may not if you are playing a draven mirror match you can catch the other draven's axes neat i've never i've never run into it but i know you can do it and if you do he'll say either yoink or nice x i'll take it (laughs) wonder if you can do it if you do like a one for all can you catch each other's axes Oh my god, that'd be probably. fucking wild. There's so much spinning 17 axes. <laughs> that would be so confusing. <laughs> there are certain champions that should never be in the one for all. But you'll never miss an axe. That's true. There's just I axe, still, axe, axe circles miss. everywhere. <laughs> Ac- axe holes, if you will. Hey, well, John. All right, you're done. <laughs> now you're fired. And that's my last fun fact. <laughs> Good. All right. That might have been Draven. Any any final thoughts besides our general disappointment, as always? <laughs> as yeah. always. Like, again, just general disappointment that like the character is so cool and there's just not more stuff for us to dive into. Yeah. Um, it's wild that they have this such a character and they're like, how about for his flavor story? We'll have a story from the point of view of the forest. <laughs> and it was a very cool point of view, but it wasn't Draven wasn't yeah Mm -mm. i need that raven voice (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Mm. I got okay. I got a little wild speculation theory about Ooh. not really about Draven, but about the reckoning stuff. Okay. Uh, so so in Legends of Runeterra, there is a, a landmark card called the Noxcrea Arena. Uh, so one of their reckoning arenas. It's pretty dope. They got a bunch of guys with flamethrowers on the edges who shoot fire into the air while people nice. fight. But the uh, <laughs> very <yeah>. Mad Max. <laughs> it, it kind of is, yeah. I guess they got a handle on that technology. But the flavor text does mention that it used to be a sacrificial altar during Mordekaiser's reign. So the fact that it's being mm-hmm. used as like a, a bloodletting arena now, maybe it's still feeding power into Mordekaiser in some way, hmm. you know, inadvertently. Maybe that's what the Reckoning Pits are doing, or at least some of them anyway. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Especially if Maybe. Draven didn't know about it. I feel like he'd be really disappointed that like all of his glory was just for a, a bigger purpose that had nothing to do with him. Oh, he would be pissed. Yeah. I want that story. Yeah. And any well, honestly, story. And from Draven. Yeah, Tom. really. Well, whenever Mordekaiser comes back, I think he's gonna bring I think his shtick is that he brings back all the people who have like been killed and enthralled by him. So maybe Draven Ooh. end up having to kill people who he's killed before. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. R- 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 replay. <laughs> You'd love it though. It's like oh, I'm sure prime time Draven would. Was- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was Draven. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you could leave a review somewhere, that would be super helpful. And in wrapping up, Draven, we're done with the D's. The D's nice. are done. Next. Uh- Next week is going to send us right back to Zahn, BB. Right back to Zahn. Join us next week. Almost like we're jumping back in time. (laughs) I I keep trying to end the podcast, and you keep interrupting me. This is two weeks in a row now. Don't give me your puppy dog eyes. Back in time. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could rewind this moment. (laughs) But join us next week when we talk about the boy who shattered time, Echo. Echo.